Hello everyone. Welcome welcome back to our World Series podcast. I mean actually it's not a World Series it's not welcome back to World Series podcast, that's just it. No. That would be a podcast just about the World Series. But yeah, okay. Welcome back to our baseball podcast. And this episode is about the World Series. And it's episode eighteen. Yeah, I think so. I I don't remember the numbers to be honest. That's a lot of minutes of nonsense chat about baseball. According to my little thing on the side here, it says we've done 16 hours. Christ. 16 hours of of baseball podcasting. Um, So yeah, we're actually for once, um, we're doing our podcast actually before the World Series started. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? It's absolutely incredible scenes. Yeah. So maybe... Any predictions won't be as, you know, biased and cheaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But yeah, okay. Anyway, let's um, let's talk about how the two teams got to the World Series first. And, yeah. Uh, Starting yeah. pitching, basically, isn't it? That's it, isn't it? That's yeah. It turns out having really good starting pitches is a good idea. Basically, didn't it go like the one your prediction is almost exactly right? Yeah, I'm pretty, much. pretty wrong. Well, well I said the Cardinals are going to win. Yeah, and that um, didn't. They were terrible. Yeah. Well, no, they really well, struggled. To be honest, though, it was just the yeah. You just had the uh, the national starters, just all of them pitching like gems, all in a row. Which even for them, like, won't happen that often. No, but they gave. There was a sniff of it because we'd seen them pitch so well already. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things where, like you say, it's it's very unlikely, but also they have a much better chance of doing that than almost anyone else, apart from interestingly, probably the team they're about to face. Yeah, well, it's sort of interesting, isn't it? That the whole, even with the whole. Um... All the talk and everything, well, it's not just talk, because it's actually real, of, um, you know, bullpens becoming way more important and starting pitches being less important. Still, it's come down to the teams of the two best rotations. Yeah. And to yeah, be honest, that's I'll... probably been the case, well, the last few years, where there's like, the teams in the World Series have had among the best rotations, among the top few. Yeah, that's ultimately the the difference. And if you look at... So we go back to the Braves. I'm going back a podcast or so there. But with the Braves, it was that they used Keiko and Fultonowitz who were just, like, not up to it. Yeah. Uh, Fultonowitz actually had one good start, but to their rotation, there was always this bit of a question yeah. mark. Even uh, though you, um, you don't need, like, an absolute ace, Cy Young contestant. Just having the depth for you so you don't give away games, I think is huge as well. Yeah, if you've got those starters, you have the gem in them as well. Yeah. Like Hannibal Sanchez, really. I mean, I know they got the extreme end of the scale when he's carrying a, a no-hitter through six innings or whatever it was, a seven, um, in the game one against the Cardinals. But particularly when he's your fourth starter and you get that, that's what I've said in the last podcast, really, was like, 
it just is an absolute gut punch for your opponent. If you've got a starter who's got that sort of start in them, I know you could argue everyone's got that in them, but it's not quite true, is it? Certain pitchers have that that really special outing in them a bit yeah. more than others. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting um, stat, actually. I think I've talked about it before. Maybe not on the podcast, but just with you. Anyway, about um, like the spread of pitchers... ERAs, if you know what I mean, like through their starts, because I reckon there's some starters that are I mean, it's obviously, you know, obviously you're going to have up and down a bit, but there's some starters that are probably quite consistent but they're never going to give you a gem and I get the feeling Annabelle, Annabelle Sanchez seems to me like one of those that, actually, I think we mentioned this to Fultonavich actually as well. I looked it up in the last one, he had, he had yeah. lots of starts where he gave up four or more and quite a lot where he gave up two or fewer Yeah, I, know I that's feel only like with... Annabelle Sanchez is is maybe is sort of a bit of a, one of those as well, really. Um, whereas he, he he could have a really terrible start in him sometimes, because I mean he has been really bad in the past. But um, yeah, there's just I guess that's the difference, isn't it? Really, of just those guys, that even the inconsistent guys, being good at the right time, <laughs> rather than having one yeah. of the bad starts. Yeah. So so that was actually. A pretty dreadful series to be honest I mean not not if yeah. you're a Nationals fan quite obviously but it wasn't interesting at all yeah I didn't I don't think I really watched any of it to be honest because I, I, as I feared after that Annabelle gem in game one then the the big three just came in and sort of squashed it it was like well, the Cardinals didn't really cause them much yeah. trouble looking um, back in retrospect my prediction that the Cardinals would come back was not very good. Sort of stupid actually, don't know why I said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, that series was a bit meh. and we, We've talked about the Nationals in the last couple of podcasts a lot. I don't, I don't have anything particularly new to say about them other than no. just like their rotation is amazing. Uh, the way they've, as you spoke about a lot in the last podcast about if it goes to six or seven, how does the plugging Scherzer in work? out of the bullpen yeah. or Strasbourg out of the bullpen because that, that, well, that's they the thing I was saying about the Cardinals wise I didn't see the Cardinals getting swept I just thought they're not that bad and I feel like the Nationals yeah going um, if the series goes deeper I feel like they have less of an advantage which of course I think it that well it's either going to go deep or they're the ones getting swept I think in the World basically- Series is basically being Tanner Rainey and Daniel Hudson out of the bullpen for them. They've got like six pitches they've used for almost all of their innings, isn't it? Yeah. And Doolittle's pitched occasionally, but not been great. Um, so that's all. <laughs> that's obviously <laughs> risk of fatigue. Uh, the Astros have more arms. The Astros are the favourites. Um, had an article up on the site, a really good article about about the Astros being favourites, but it ultimately is. Is postseason baseball? It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I, I know it, it kind of makes the whole the fact that we're even bothering to do a podcast about it seem stupid, and I've said it before to a tedious degree. But it doesn't matter if they're a better team; it really doesn't. No, this is where the it's just the where the mentality thing I think comes into it so much. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if the Nationals just have like, if their hitters are able to like you know perform to like their normal level or even better in the really high pressure situations then 
they can you know that they're in it they can do it um let's before we go on to talk about the world series too much though let's talk about the the other championship series a bit well the astros actually had to come back from behind didn't they uh today no they, they weren't behind okay. they, they had to in the game that they walked it off in that was yeah. on the back of a blown save from azuna was oh, the, right. the big okay. thing the ridiculous game absolutely ridiculous game yeah it just feels like they're behind because I expected them to be a, a bit more comfortable than they were, to be honest. Yeah, well, they weren't. They actually they were behind. They lost the first game. Sorry, I forgot about that. But then they went three-one okay, so up, and then the okay, so Yankees got three-two. Yeah, so they were behind. Yeah, so I was right. But okay, only one-nil. Um, yeah, it was still, uh, still behind. Um, it was just the, the Yankees um didn't get anything from a load of their sluggers was part of the problem yeah which again we, which we spoke is, about before yeah um, the classic thing of streaky hitters streaky hitters and well and guys that you know have got are going to strike out a lot when you're up against verlander and cole that that is the time you're going to strike out if you're going to strike out at any point that is when you're going to strike out and if you strike out a lot anyway it just doesn't it doesn't seem good to be honest <laughs> it seems like you're uh you're going to strike out an awful lot yeah and that's that's all what ended up happening isn't it really um was it it was gary sanchez and encarnacion struggled didn't they i think was the big thing yeah some of it just comes as with it the reaction always with the Yankees whenever they lose a game, let alone get knocked out of the postseason, is why didn't they spend more? Because everyone knows they can. So that those loads, obviously now the reaction is why they're just going to have to sign Jarrett Cole. And it's like, even that doesn't just fix it though, does it? No. Um, <laughs> you can't just add new players all the time. Uh, they're, they're absolutely loaded with talent. Yeah, I know. I think a lot, I think it's a, yeah, it's not exactly something that you can just say they necessarily need to do something about. I mean, this Astros team is just so ridiculously good in like every single way. Yeah, they just they struggled I mean, to score yeah. runs was the bigger problem for the Yankees, and that's that's because yeah. the, the Astros pitching is is ridiculously good. It's not a crime to struggle to score runs against this Astros team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess it, the rotation was a concern, wasn't it, earlier in the year? Yeah, they didn't really do anything about it. But even then, it's like they would have needed to do a lot to be able to uh, to keep up with and compete with the. Uh, well, they, they did compete with them, obviously. But you know, well, they would. The thing is, they would have needed to do. So they scored seven game one. Thumbs up. Then it was two, one, three, four, four. Yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of what they, I mean. They, they didn't like, score any runs. Is it the rotate? They needed yeah, like I, not scoring any runs isn't a crime, and it's. I, I think it's basically yeah, the rotation was just not as good as the Astros. You don't really expect to score many more runs than that against this, the Astro team when they, you know, when they're able to put all their stars out and stuff. But then and I guess that's as well, like, but that's the problem with um. 
with building a roster of offense is they won yeah. 103 games and it was amazing but it's not quite yeah. the same you got... well, this is the point i made before though wasn't it is they won 103 games but then they win like almost all their games against like the orioles and stuff and other teams like that uh, i saw it so i think it was from one of the athletics big reporters he made a point about the yankees lighting up Jose Berrios, and as he referred to him, the Uber driver, and Jake Odorizzi, and swept them in the division series. And then they came up against the Astros, and it turns yeah. out they couldn't just blow them up. I mean, the, the, on, yeah, this is this is one of the things that I have been talking about. It, right, well, I think it was like our first postseason podcast, maybe. I talked about this, of teams that have really good offense and a lot of home runs, win a lot against the bad teams, which makes their record look a lot better than um, maybe it is if you you know if you just consider the teams they're actually going to be playing against in the postseason. Well, there's the other the other elephant in the room, if you like, of the ball change, which exaggerated yeah. this issue for the Yankees. Yeah, I, I think that's, there, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I almost forgot about that. Is is it that their their low run scoring here is you know that they were a team that were trying to hit the long ball and then you made them hit something that didn't fly <laughs> so, yeah then you gave them a ball they couldn't hit home runs with that's so it's, it's why it's particularly difficult to really blame them as well i don't like that i think you've got to tell people if you're going to do that yeah i don't like how mlb seems to have been almost sneaky about this stuff you should because again they people keep, i they think keep denying it but there seems like there is there's just like almost undeniable evidence for it yeah and i think we spoke about this on the last pod again but it's worth saying again that you are changing the game if you change the ball that drastically it's one thing yeah. doing it season to season you should still tell people if you're going we're going to try and make sure there are more more home runs next year because it would change how you build your roster but going from the regular season and then the postseason which you've earned your way into by how you played in the regular season and then going we're going to play with a different ball that's not fair. I think that's really stupid. I get they want, they like the postseason baseball to be lower scoring and they like the idea of trying to keep it tense and close because I quite like yeah. the game too. But the problem with that is you're, it, it makes, it's not quite a mockery, but it makes it really silly. Isn't it basically like, it's the, with the change of the ball for the postseason, it's like um, the regular season was like a few seasons ago before this huge home run surge. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so it's, it's like, um, it's not that drastic historically, probably, this ball, um, the postseason ball. But com it is compared to the regular season ball, yeah. which is the big thing. So and I guess, yeah, I mean, it's it depends, because they also denied that they've changed the ball for the regular season. So it's sort of, I don't know, it's like... It's just nonsense, isn't it? It's, it's just, just complete nonsense. It's like, them changing of the regular season is also stupid, so it's like, you know... I mean, they can change it if they want. If they're going to say, agree they're going to change the ball to make bring more home runs and make it more exciting, then fair enough. Yeah, I don't care if you're honest about it. And you've got it. You can even do it, like I said, season to season, but don't do it regular season to postseason. Because we're talking about the, the change in the ball has made and broken players' careers. Yeah. Certain teams will have constructed their roster thinking the ball's going to flop. Well, like the Twins, for instance. I don't think the Twins are as good a team if we're playing with the postseason ball in the regular season. Their thing was they're just going to have loads of guys who hit the ball really hard and up. And they they hit a record number of home runs. Um, so it, it feels sort of dodgy. It's like... 
I don't, I don't, it doesn't sit right with me at all that you do it within one campaign, you know? No. Unless, well, you, I, know, I mean, I, even that I don't mind so much if it was like an agreed thing. There's, I mean, yeah. it's a bit weird, and there's a reason why it, it won't be an agreed thing, is because lots of people will be against it, but it's, you know, if it was like, okay, we we want we want postseason baseball to be different, you know. Yeah. We don't want it to all be about just power, so uh, they want the games to be closer. So they, uh, yeah, so they change the ball for that, and ha ha that's the thing they do every year. But it's just the slightly weird denial of it. Yeah, it's, it's all underhand for some reason. Yeah, I guess I guess like you say, it's because the teams wouldn't agree to it, and if they admitted it, they'd be open to all sorts of abuse from maybe even the players' association. Yeah, I mean at this point as well, after they've denied it so much. Yeah, like yeah, they've it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one of those things. What? So you've been lying for three years or whatever it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't really do that now, can they? No, but yeah, it's interesting to see uh, how maybe maybe this this ball they're just going to use it next year as well. Maybe they've decided they've had enough home runs. Who knows? Yeah. I suppose we'll see. Completely changed the game. You get people getting given contracts because they've been hitting the, the the ball that flies. Yeah, and then then they have to play with the ball that doesn't fly as well, and they're not as good a player. Yeah. Um. All right then, let's. I'll actually look ahead to the uh to the world series a bit more because we talk about teams separately and how they got there and stuff well the last round but um yeah who, who do you think is going to win <laughs> i mean i think it's an obvious um, question but what, what do you reckon uh <laughs> I I can't run away from the Astros now. I, since they got Granky, I've been almost over the top in my support of them to win the yeah to win it all. I I would say one thing I'd like to add though is this is a really cool matchup. I think yeah, I, this is a matchup I would have quite liked if I was offered it a few months ago. I think it's just a really yeah. I quite it's, like... not, it's not the Yankees, which is always yeah. good. I would quite we like don't... the Nationals to win because I I just it's just a great narrative, wouldn't it? Yeah, if they were basically—I mean, especially with the whole—well, the NL East have been talking about all year, where you know they were basically written off almost as like the—they're going to be like fourth. They—they'll—they'll be in there. They'll be in there, but they're—they're they're the least favourites out of like the four, like uh, big big teams in the NL East. Yeah, uh, and you know the Phillies now they've got Bryce Harper are going to be at the win the division and stuff. All this. All this stuff before the season started, and the Phillies came fourth with Bryce Harper, and the Nationals, who the whole time they've had Bryce Harper and their whole history have had like this postseason curse, where they just can't win postseason games. Make w make it to the World Series and win the World Series as soon as Bryce Harper leaves. Yeah, you you've got to love that, haven't you? You've just got to love you've got to <laughs> love that. I think. Yeah, I I think that'd be my favourite outcome. But yeah, the Astros are the favourites. The definite favourites. Yeah, the bullpen thing, as you said, I, they kind of got away with it that their bullpen wasn't strained by the Cardinals. But the other thing with this Astros team is they 
like the Nats, actually, it's again the thing that you've talked about a lot over the last few years about the teams that have long at bats. Yeah, which which tends to coincide with not striking out. But the Astros make you work hard, don't they? It's yeah. going to be really a lot of this is going to come down to which. Yeah, because well, the Houston's bullpen's good, but it's obviously not as good as Cole and Verlander. So, it's a lot of this is going to be which which lineup can grind enough. It's kind of the unfashionable stuff of baseball. It's not you're not going to be blowing um, Scherzer, Strasburg, Cole, or Verlander out of the game yeah, inside that, five innings. Yeah, there might there might be a couple of games where they do a game or two where one of the starters gives up a few and that decides it, but. There, there is definitely going to be games decided by whose starter goes longer. Yeah, don't have crap at-bats. Do not have any yeah. crap at-bats because it, those extra few pitches could be the difference between them yeah. pitching out of a jam or not. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, you know, pitching nine innings or eight or, or seven yeah. or something. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. Yeah. Um, Rendon as well, obviously, is like people seem to have actually started appreciating him during this postseason, which they hadn't before. As like you know, he's like now. I've seen people talk about him as now actually you know, legitimately one of the best players in baseball. Which I suppose I suppose maybe this season that that has um start happening a bit more but um yeah so, like he's at the moment he is probably well i was going to say the best third baseman but you know well, that, that's what i was just about to say yeah. it was this, this really funny thing where he's i think that actually hurts him a bit is because he's not even got he he's pro he's probably like a top five player in major league baseball a top five hitter um yeah. But there's a chance that one of the guys better than him is also a third baseman, so he's not even the best third baseman. Yeah, he's not even the best third baseman in the World Series. Like, he's a bit unlucky that really. But he's um, that that also um, makes this year's free agency a bit like more exciting than it was before, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, he, well, sh he should be considered in like, well, like you know, like well, he's not young as McCarl and Harper were, but like. I think he, for, for over like the last few seasons, he's shown that he's a better hitter than them. Yeah, well, the other thing with that is Garrett Cole's run through this playoffs. I know it shouldn't matter, and it maybe yeah. won't to front offices, but it adds an extra bit of spice to his free agency as well. Yeah. I mean, we've got the two biggest free agents both playing in the World Series. Uh, it, this offseason was meant to be a bit quieter, but to be honest, like you were just saying... Cole and Rendon are better players than Mercado and Harper. And we've yeah. got Donaldson as a free agent. This this off season's actually going to be pretty big. Yeah, and that's I suppose that's sort of an that's maybe an interesting like storyline actually the World Series is 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 that like the actually the two biggest free agents that stock they both their stock has risen a lot massively, yeah. Over this um Yeah, over the season. And uh well, I oh, know if if one of them is then has you know like leading it, leading player in a World Series win to their uh, to their you know resume, so they call it in America. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that could 
give them some money, I guess. That could earn them a bit more. Well, they're both so key to their teams as well. I think the possibility yeah. of them re-signing is alive for both of them, isn't it? Yeah. But they're so key to their teams that it adds an extra thing about a little bit of desperation as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this if, if you take either of them off of the roster for next year... Yeah, there's a chance that... Yeah, you'd, you'd expect both of these teams will be worse next year. I mean, they're yeah. probably worse anyway. But I mean, you know, like they're... There's almost like yeah, they're they're not going to have as good a chance next year as this year, either of them. No, and it, that's the difference with the Astros this time to last time. Last yeah. time Bregman was just coming through. Correa was still this young player. Now Correa is kind of a bit injury riddled. They've now got loads of extension questions, and Cole's about to leave. It's suddenly like this might be their peak. Yeah, it's the problem with dynasties in baseball is it, you don't do them for for more than like three or four years because even if you've got a brilliant young core it either gets very very expensive yeah. or having free agents around them who are at their peak is hard yeah. well and well and the um the astros just traded away loads of their young players for Grenke, didn't they yeah exactly yeah so they don't even have that quite the same um farm yeah. stock that they had they've, before yeah they, they've got the they've still got the couple of like headline ones haven't they um Whatever that was, what what the names Tucker and um and Whitley, Whitley, yeah, that's it. Still got those, but yeah, they've not got any depth in the farm at all now. So they're sort of yeah, it's like their best chance, probably. Oh, although I think they are so good that even if they lost Cole, they'd be among the favourites next year. Oh yeah, I think they'd still be the favourites in the AL West. Uh, maybe even the favourites to make it to the World Series. They're, they're, I think their roster's that formidable. But he's yeah. such a game-changer, isn't it? He's been so lights out in this postseason. Even yeah. the other day when he didn't actually have it, he didn't have his best stuff, and they still couldn't get anywhere near him. Yeah, I know. So that that's an interesting angle that you, we will, I'm sure we'll hear plenty of references to free agency. Um, then there's the other thing about the Tigers, the former Tigers pitchers. Oh yeah, well, and the uh, and the former uh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, because you've seen. Oh, I saw something earlier actually. Of um, it's almost it's happened like three times or something before, where former teammates have faced each other in the World Series. And there's a chance it could happen like multiple times in this World Series. Yeah, well, I guess Granke and Corbin are lined up to yeah. face each other in Game Three, aren't they? And yeah, then later on. There's a decent chance of Scherzer Verlander, maybe if yeah, they, or, if or they even um, San, Sanchez. Yeah, Verlander would be it. Would do it. That is, of course, the rotation that got swept by the Giants. Yeah, that's, that's the funny thing with that, isn't it? I, and that's that's actually a prime example of you saying um, being the best team doesn't matter. Yeah, because that Tigers team was ridiculous, and they like got shut out. Was it yeah, once, it was like twice peak, in the post? It was like in the whole Cabrera, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had everything. They had absolutely, and then they had that ridiculous rotation, and all it took was Pablo Sandoval, and it was yeah. turn on its head. Um, so it, it's difficult because we have spent basically every podcast we seem to have touched on the yeah. Astros and just said, "Aren't they amazing?" Yeah, it, I it's... still wouldn't give them more than like a sixty yeah. percent chance of winning. No, I'd maybe give them slightly more. I'd give them 65. <laughs> but, well, that's, um, that's, the, 
that's the thing yeah. with playoff baseball is is there's yeah. never really that much certainty. It's it's, be, it's a lot of it is about if someone can get hot in the World Series, and someone that is just yeah that is just gonna you know get hits no matter who the pitcher is, consistently yeah. get hits throughout this. I mean, basically that's what Harry Kendrick's been doing, isn't it? Yeah, he's been there lately. So he's like, he's been the Marco Scutero. Yeah, I mean that. It, yeah, it could he could be the hero again, couldn't he? Easily. Yeah, he's a free agent as well. Actually, he's another one who's who's available this this off season. Yeah. Have we actually got all that much more to say? Uh, I don't think there's too much to add. It's kind of just look forward to the games now, I suppose. Yeah, and maybe we'll do another one, um, like after after the World Series yeah or whenever we feel like doing another one I suppose yeah if there's big stuff but yeah this is uh, this is probably enough isn't it it's actually it's quite a lot shorter than our, than our last few have been I guess we, we maybe actually got to the point occasionally maybe that was it yeah maybe but anyway yeah um Look! Look at the website, everyone. We, it means we got we got time for that plug. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you don't always have. Yeah, look at look at the website if you like. I mean, do it anyway. Actually, even if you don't like. Yeah, even if you don't like, go and go and look at it for a bit anyway. FranchiseSports.co.uk, and um, we're about to record a basketball podcast now. Um, yeah, for anyone that a debut likes likes more than one sport. Um, uh, so yeah see you next time yes that or or in or in the basketball podcast later yeah that too bye <laughs>